Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from Anonymous. So exciting. I should have asked this during the Christmas season, but what do you do about a husband who has become a terrible gift giver since we became parents a few years ago? He used to give me incredibly thoughtful gift, but here are some of the things he has given me since parenthood began. And then she goes on to list a litany of um, cheap, tacky, skanky pieces of lingerie and various cool and unique SD jewelry that looks like they came from gumball machines. And Anonymous, you've come to the right place because guess what? I have solved this problem in my own life. The only mysterious part of her email, which I would like follow-up information, but since you're Anonymous, I will never get it and I will just have to live in darkness and confusion, is that you say your husband used to be a good gift giver. So I don't really know what that's about, but I'm going to speak to you from my own personal experience. As a person who used to have a husband who was a horrendously bad gift giver. And I am here to say that he has changed his ways and now he is like a phenomenally great gift giver. And what it took in our case was a lot of me um, crying and screaming in his face, basically. When my husband and I were first married, he was a super clueless gift giver. Famous story that his father once gave his wife a scale for her birthday because she had mentioned she wanted to get in better shape. And so he he came by it genetically, clearly. He was big on the practical gift. So like when we had kids, you know, he would give me like a diaper bag. And then at some point he gave me a backpack for carrying my laptop so it wouldn't bother my arm. His heart was in the right place, but the results always left me screaming and crying. Like we had a Christmas where I would literally spend half the day like in the yard with him, like crying and screaming about how terrible his gifts were. A story that doesn't necessarily reflect well on me, but um, listen, it doesn't feel great when someone gives you lame gifts because this is the problem. You look at the lame gift almost always after you've carefully and lovingly selected gifts for 25 people, including his entire family. And you've spent two months of your life, let's say at the holidays, getting stuff for everybody. And then you open your gift and it's like this gumball machine jewelry and you're just like the rage volcano just spews in all directions and there's no controlling it. So I think you have to head this off at the pass. So 
as we say with the kids, like no conversations in the moment. So like having a conversation with your child about their behavior while they're like slamming doors and their eyes are rolling back on their head is not gonna work. And this is how it kind of was with the gift giving. I had to find a time to visit the topic of gift giving where it wasn't so loaded. Like, cause also it would hurt my husband's feelings when I was like, this is a terrible gift that might as well be a slap in the face. And he'd be like, wait, I thought that was a good gift and now you've hurt my feelings. It wasn't great. At a neutral time, I would advise you strongly to have a conversation about what's wrong with the gift giving, why it's bothering you. I mean, I feel like I literally just took my husband's head in my hands and said, when I shop for everyone in the family and you give me a backpack, it's like the worst feeling in the world. And I was able to make him understand it in a calm moment separate and apart from the giving of the backpack. During the time, to be clear, I also screamed and yelled and went insane, but it worked better when later on we could revisit it. And I said, let's think of some thoughtful gifts that we've heard about. Your friend, remember that time he was telling us the story that his wife saw something in his store that she liked, and then he doubled back and bought it and gave it to her six months later? Those are the kind of romantic gifts that make you feel really seen and loved and appreciated in a way that, <clears throat> A backpack just doesn't, no offense, honey, that backpack was a bad gift. And so, I mean, lead the horse to water. You really have to be like, here are examples of gifts that I liked. This is why I liked them. It's not necessarily, I can tell by your email, you're not like, oh my God, the diamond wasn't big enough. I need something much more expensive. It's just the thing of like, these gifts don't seem to reflect anything that you know about me. And the exchange of gifts is fundamentally like, I see you and I know you and I give you this thing. And when your husband is missing the mark, it feels really deep. Like, how am I married to someone who thinks I want this horrible piece of gumball jewelry? Um, it can sound kind of shallow, but I see you. I don't think it's shallow. I think it's that you don't feel seen and appreciated. So I would just really lovingly say, I'm gonna make an effort to point to things that I like and love during the year. My husband started keeping a list on his phone. So I would say, oh, I love those shoes. And every time I said I loved something, he would write it down in his phone. And then a year later, when my birthday came, he would look at that list and buy me three of the things that I had said I loved. And so, cause I don't think you also wanna get into the thing, and Amy has talked about this, where it's like, I'm gonna buy 25 gifts and wrap them for everyone in the family, and then I'm gonna give you a list of things that I want. That doesn't feel like love and seen to me. That feels like more work for me and it's annoying. So you don't wanna do that, but you do wanna put in his path, like here's a huge list of things that I love throughout the year. I would like you to take note of these things. And you know, my husband has just, I, I cracked the code for him. At some point we were in a, shop somewhere and I saw a tea kettle that I loved and I said, oh, it's so beautiful, but it was whatever, maybe 75 or $100. It's like a super expensive tea kettle that I wasn't gonna buy for myself. And you know what he did? Cause he remembered the story. He doubled back and he bought it for me and it was amazing to have. And it was a lovely moment and I was glad. And here's the thing, he feels better. He wants me to have a good experience. He wants to see my face lit up on Christmas morning. He doesn't wanna hand me gifts and then get yelled at in the backyard for 45 minutes. That is not in his best interest either. Team effort, point out lots of things that you like during the year, 
Tell him how to function, how to write it down. Tell him that if you see something in a store that you say you like, he should figure out a way to get you that thing and really draw him a roadmap because you both will be happier if this starts to go a little better. Anonymous, I hope that answered your question. Guys, if you have a question for myself or Amy about marriage, parents, children, anything at all, really, send it to questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com and we might answer your question next. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.